Hey, this is Ken Nagrad from the Sparking Entrepreneur Show, and today we have Curtis McKenzie with us. Curtis is human potential coach with Bespoke. Bespoke. That's what we're doing. Hey, this is Ken Nagrad from the Sparking Entrepreneur Show, and today we have Curtis McKenzie with us. Curtis is human potential coach with Bespoke Human Potential Coaching in Orange County, California. Uh, he's the CEO of Curtis McKenzie Group LLC. He has practiced positive thinking. Self hypnosis, spirituality, and neurolinguistic programming for over forty years. Uh, he is a certified clinical hypnotherapist, master master practitioner of NLP, and master practitioner of MER. David, welcome to the show. Yeah, thank you so much, Karen, for having me today. It's very exciting to be part of your for your group of your. I think it's the Sparkling Entrepreneur. So yeah, thank you so much for allowing me to share my story with you. Very excited to host you and honor. To today, let's begin with your journey. I know a bit more bit about you. Tell us about the learnings from you coming, growing up in Mississippi, and your father being a priest. Yeah. So basically, I truly believe that everything that happens in a person's life, they can use it for learning or a growth opportunity. Mm-hmm. And so, me growing up in Mississippi as an African American man, one of the things that my father taught me was. It's like, you always have to be your best. You always have to put your best foot forward. You always have to work harder because of the fact that I grew up in the South. So I couldn't just be an average. I have to, if I wanted to become something, if I wanted to be successful, especially in that environment, I have to be the best. And so he ingrained that in our minds. And some of the things that he taught me was being a pastor of a church. Um, every Sunday I'm in church. And so every Wednesday I'm in Bible class. So that kind of also allowed me to grow up spiritually, meaning have a spiritual connection with God and understanding how that works. Now, at the same time, growing up in that environment has some disadvantages. And the disadvantage is that uh, truly knowing the power of God, the total vision of who we are, because I I always had a loan in Karen, what's my purpose? What is this all about? And that kind of always been inside of me all of my life. So growing up in that environment was beautiful. You know, having that structure, uh, having that foundation of Christianity really made me the man I am. So now when I'm coaching, teaching, and, and actually helping individuals, I have so much to draw from. So wherever a person is on their journey, wherever spiritual, spiritually or mentally or physically, wherever they are on their journey, I'm able to actually help them and support them. It's like really exciting. Yeah, you can totally understand what that person is going through when they explain about their, even if they don't explain, even if they briefly tell about it, you might understand about the mental, physical and the spiritual aspect of what they're going through. Let's understand all aspects of it, right? One by one. Tell us how much they are important, what aspects are important in life and tell us each one of them on what are the practices we can do to grow in that level. So if we are speaking of spirituality, uh, give us some right. practice. If that we are speaking of fitness, yeah. Well, basically, what, when I'm coaching individuals, what I try to do, whatever they are, if they're dealing with, just deal with that issue. The key to it in my coaching practice is that I don't, I, I bring the knowledge with me mm-hmm. and my truly belief is that person has all the resources they need in order for them to be the best version of themselves. Okay. So that means that when I'm walking into a coaching session, if you were, if we were walking in, if you were coming to me for coaching 
And you said, look at how the spiritual issue. So now I'm going to ask you, what is that issue? How did you come to have that issue? Now, how have you walked through it using your own personal resources? So for being a bespoke human potential coach, I don't have a cut, set, dry formula for helping an individual. Individuals are individuals. So I have a unique approach to how I actually help people. That's why I call my company Bespoke. Bespoke basically means it's a custom or unique approach to, to handle whatever challenge it is. If it's spiritually, we go that road. I listen to the client. They tell me their challenges. And then now I bring in all of my resources to actually help them to do that. Bring, bringing in my spiritual side or my Christian side, there is a passage in the book of James. It says, count it all joy when you fall into diverse temptations. The word divers there basically carries the idea of different colors, shades of, of temptations. Then it says, knowing this, the trying of your faith work at patience, but let patience have a perfect work. When I was growing up, I used to always quote that passage. What that kind of means is that the word divers means that because you come to me with your blue, your color blue, right? That doesn't mean that next person's blue is the same color blue. It's different. I'm always very hesitant to say, oh, I've been here before. Oh, I know what you're feeling. I don't know because when you came to me with your problem, you're, because you have all the information that's coming to your being, it's different. But then the whole idea is I love that passage, but it's just a, let it have its perfect work, meaning that one of the challenges, coming back, another question that you might ask, one of the challenges that people don't really completely heal or completely overcome their challenges. They don't allow themselves to go through it and get all the learnings from it. To answer your question, if a person's coming to me for their spiritual situation or their physical situation or their mental situation, I treat each one of them like brand new because it is. And so now I work with them to actually formulate a process to make sure that they get what they need when, when it comes to me. So it need not be any one one thing that works for all. It can be customized in what they are, you what they are as a human, and what are their ways of growing spiritually or whatever ways that they prefer. Absolutely, and that's the way I approach it, because it's not one. It's not, it's not one size fit all. Yeah. So if it was that easy, then it would be that easy. It is not. So everybody is different. So that's why I think one of the other questions you asked. I'm always learning. I'm always bringing new information into my world because I want to be able to help as many people I possibly can. So if this, because I might try an NLP technique, right? Whatever that might be. And it might not work for that client. So I have to do something else or I might have to adjust it. I have to do something a little bit different so that they can get what they need from it. So everybody's different. I have to approach it that way. Now I have all the knowledge and all everything behind me to basically grab from. But think about it like this, Karan. If I was a carpenter, right? And the only thing that I had in my toolbox was a hammer. That's all I have. And so every time a client comes to me, the only thing I have is a hammer. And I say, here's my hammer. So what's your problem? And I use my hammer. And that <laughs> won't work. <laughs> it won't work. So I have to have a lot of different tools in order to make sure that I can customize my approach to that client. Guy, you have been a practitioner for like over 40 years. So tell us about it. 
give us some insight about NLP and how we can use it in our life to grow. Basically, I've been practicing. I got my first certification in NLP probably over 30 years ago, many years ago. And then, but I was using it as an individual. As a, as when I grew up, part of my Part of my history is that I was in the financial service industry for over 40 years. I started back in 1991, I think 1991. So probably over 40, 30, 40, over 30 years plus now. I started practicing self-hypnosis and NOP way back then. That's what I, that's how I became successful. That was part of my success formula, meaning that with self-hypnosis, I'm using the power of my mind. With NLP, what it does, it allows me to utilize strategies to communicate language, neuro, mind, language, linguistics, language, programming, meaning now understanding the sequence and the processes, how to actually make something do something faster and quicker and easier. With NLP, there's a lot of techniques that we utilize in NLP. First of all, it's just listening to a person's language. What are they saying or what are they not saying? If I'm looking at you as a, if, I'm, if you as a coach, when my clients come to me, I look at their physiology. I look at what they're saying, how they're saying it, what, what, and so now I'm picking up on small nuances so that now I can be able to communicate with them better. And part of NLP is that one of the, one of the biggest things I learned from NLP is what they call the NLP presuppositions. And one of them is that the map is not the territory, meaning that when a client comes to me with their challenge, what they're telling me is not the territory, it's just their particular map. It's their, their, their perception of the world. So it's really interesting. It gets fascinating. And I'm very excited to kind of share all that stuff with people. Wow. That's about the question that I haven't asked. So if you were to ask a question to yourself, Curtis, what would that question be? And what would your answer to that question be? I think if I ask myself, let's just go back personally. The question that I asked myself, and I've been, I was asking myself for years, Karan, was, what is this world all about? What's my purpose here on, in, in life? What is it? And I kept, and I would, as I drive in the street and I look at people next door to me in the cars and look at their faces and I'm looking at their faces, what, why are you here? Why am I here? I look up at the stars and see the stars in the sky and, and the numerous stars, and I see all this beauty in the world. And I kept asking myself, why am I here? What is this all about? Two years ago, two years ago, uh, over two years ago, I, I, we lost our son, uh, our oldest son. He transitioned. He's now in a different realm and uh, different spiritual realm. And he passed away over two years ago. And that really bring everything, brought everything home to me where I started to really get into that question. What am I all about? Why am I here? I was asking myself that question for years and years. What if, and most people out there listening to what we're talking about right now is probably asking themselves the same question. Why am I here? What is this all about? And so about three months ago, two or three months ago, now think about it. I'm now almost, I'm 50, I just turned 59 last week. And I've been asking myself that question, been a Christian all of my life, but they never answered that question for me. And so now I'm still asking that question, the loss of my son, now being in touch with spirituality, understanding what life is all about, how the frailty of life is. But then you ask me the question, what questions do I ask myself? I ask myself that question. What am I, why am I here? What is this life all about? And what came to me after I read the book, I read a book 
called the name of the book real quick is many lives, many masters. And it's about a doctor understanding past lives. He was actually, he was a medical doctor and he was, he had a young lady under hypnosis and she went back to a past life. And, but in the book, and it's deep for some people, they're not ready for that. I understand. But in the book, what I got from that book was what I coined as Gillette. I'm always growing, learning, expanding, and teaching. And now I'm at peace with myself, knowing now what my purpose is in life, because I'm always growing, I'm always learning, I'm always expanding, and I'm always teaching. So think about it. If a person approached life that way, whatever they're going through in life, whatever it is, whatever the hardships are, whatever the challenges are, they can ask, and then what, even the highs, even when you have a big win in your life, you can always still ask yourself the question, how can I grow? How can I learn? How can I expand? And how can I now teach others to do and to be a better person? So yeah, that's the one question I asked myself, why am I here? And the answer came back. Finally, after really just asking myself that question for years and years and having to go through some more learnings, the loss of my son learning more about hypnotherapy, learning more about NLP, learning more about MER. What came to me was I'm always growing, learning, expanding, and teaching. And those four things, man, now I'm so at peace. So now I know why I get up in the morning, you know, why I stay up. is to actually help people to understand that, that part of my philosophy. Curtis, tell us about MER. So it is mental and emotional release. Can yes. you elaborate on that? Oh, Basically, MER is actually Dr. Tad James many years ago. I think I told you my first certification I took was over 30 years. I looked at it yesterday. It was 2003 when I first learned there, there was a technology or a modality called timeline therapy. And so Dr. Tad James actually started that technology of timeline therapy. Dr. Ted James passed away about two or three years ago, but his son, James, his name, I can't think of his first name right now, but he also then took up what his father left off at. He went back to school. He got a doctorate degree in psychology so that he can prove that this modality actually works on a larger level. So what timeline therapy does is, is, is or MER, mental emotional release, it's an opportunity for a person to actually go into a, an emotionally charged challenge. We just say, okay, one might be, I'm angry, right? Anger could be a problem. With anger being a problem, what, how, first of all, you have to understand how anger actually started. It has what they call a gestalt, meaning like this, your anger that you're experiencing today didn't start today. More than likely, Karan, it started with, between when you were zero and eight. That's when we got all of our learnings. Think about it. So now you angry today, it's coming up, the emotionally charged anger today didn't start when your husband, brother, cousin, nephew got you angry. It started when you were like zero to eight. You don't even remember when it actually started. So what happens is with MER, what we do, we allow our clients to go back figure out, allow them unconsciously, subconsciously tell us when it happened. This is okay to happen when I was actually in the womb. Wow. 
And because I just was reading them in the book of biology of beliefs that it's been scientifically proven that when a child is conceived, they now hear, feel, sense everything that the mom and dad is actually experiencing. So a problem could actually be in the womb. So I'm asking in the womb. So what we do with MER, we allow the person to actually go back mentally to that problem and release emotional charge of anger happen in the womb and then come back to now and they feel amazing. And in the book, MER, there's an actual book. If a person wants to actually talk to me about that, it's more in depth, but yeah, that's a powerful way of actually getting rid of a lot of anger, guilt, sadness, limiting beliefs, all of those things we can actually deal with instantly, really in about two or three, we'll say five minutes, five minutes on each problem. We can literally take off the emotional charge and have the client walk out of the office feeling amazing by using that technology or that modality. Wow. Curtis, tell us about the ways of reaching out to you. So tell us about your email, your website, or anything that can help us reach out. Basically, yeah, you can either, either one. One, the long way is you can type in, obviously, bespoke human potential coaching.com. That's one way to, to get me. Another way it gets you the same place is my name, Curtis, C-U-R-T-I-S, McCullum, M-C-U-L-O-M.com. And that'll take you there to my website. And also, they can also get me on Facebook. Not Facebook. Yeah, Facebook. I think I'm at Bespoke Human Potential Coaching. Also on, I can't think, YouTube. YouTube at Curtis McCullum. So still my name. And so also, they can reach out to me. Put Curtis at curtismccullum.com if they want to reach out to me personally. And I'll be more than happy to answer any questions that they might have. I want the whole idea of me coming, sharing this information. I'm one of the best kept secrets out there, Karina. <laughs> you know, is really, what, cause I'm a unique in the way I do. I truly am. And I'm owning it now. I'm finally <laughs> owning it. It's like, I'm unique in what I do. I'm not just a coach. I'm not just a hypnotherapist. Mm-hmm. I have a unique approach for how I help people. And wow, and I have so much knowledge and so much passion for helping people. They just got to reach out to me. So it's Curtis at CurtisMcCullum.com. They can email me, shoot me an email, and we can get together and give me your information. We can see how we can help and support them. So easy to reach out, guys. So do reach out to Curtis McCullum. That leads me to my final question for the day. Tell us any final thoughts, any impact lines or anything or any action steps we can take after this conversation. So what would be those things be? I think the biggest thing for me, Karan, is I want everybody to know that they have all the resources they need inside of them to be the best version of themselves. I truly believe that. Now, as a coach and as a hypnotherapist, as a human potential coach, my job is to actually support them and actually tap into those powers within them and bringing them out. So the last thing I always want to leave people with is what I coin is GLAT. You're always growing. You're always learning, you're always expanding, and you always have an opportunity to teach. So whatever you're going through, if it's good or bad, stop and ask yourself the question, how can I grow from this? How can I learn? How can I expand? How can I teach others? And that way you can get the learnings yourself. And the more you teach somebody else through your challenges or through your successes, the whole world becomes a better place. So yeah reach out to me. I'm here. I love what I do. I have a passion for what I do. 
reach out to me at Curtis at CurtisMcCullum.com. That's my email address. Reach out to me. I'll be more than happy to help and support you any way I can. So do reach out, guys. And don't forget GNET because that's the way forward. So uh, thank you so much, Curtis, for such a wonderful opportunity to speak with you and learn a lot more about the things that we didn't know or less knew about. So thank you so much for enlightening us. Thank you. Welcome. You're welcome, Karan. Thank you for having me on the show. Appreciate the invite. Pleasure is all mine. I am your host, Kiran, and we are signing off. You guys take care. Bye.